Welcome to the LU Moment, and thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. Tomorrow, be sure and log in to LU's website at www.lamar.edu slash return. LU's policy for returning to campus in the fall will be published all of the plans for returning are completely contingent, of course, on the status of the COVID pandemic. Uh, we're doing all that we can to create a safe and healthy environment for faculty and staff and our students, of course. That's our main concern. So, um, again, be sure to log on to lamar.edu forward slash return for all of the information about returning to campus. And here's some good news. The culinary students enrolled in Lamar University's culinary arts program have new state-of-the-art equipment. LU's Hospitality Administration Program was awarded a grant from the Mamie McFadden Ward Heritage Foundation, and they used the funds to purchase and install three new pieces of commercial kitchen equipment in the culinary lab. Funds from the grant were also used to increase safety on the production line. They put in stainless steel uh, flashing, and uh, the fire suppression system was repositioned. So students earning a bachelor's degree in hospitality administration with an emphasis in culinary arts learn everything they need to know to launch their career as a chef and ultimately a successful business in the food industry. And they cook lots on campus, which is more important to those of us on campus. They provide wonderful lunches a couple of times a year that you can purchase, and they do food for varying events and dinners. So we're very excited about this grant to help our LU um, culinary arts program, upgrade its equipment and make it safe for students. And, um, you know, Mamie Louise McFadden Ward was a member of a pioneer Texas family, and she established the McFadden Ward Foundation in 1977 with the primary purpose of restoring and supporting the home, the historic McFadden Ward House Historic Museum. And, um, she, they make discretionary grants to local charities annually. And prior to her death in 1982, McFadden Ward was known for giving generously to many organizations, particularly health services and education. Uh, her contributions to Lamar University were recognized when our Board of Regents named a building, the Mamie McFadden Ward Health Science Building, in her honor. So we're grateful to the McFadden Ward Heritage Foundation for this generous award and excited for our students to get to use this state-of-the-art equipment. Okay, everybody need to save the date for August 4th. Lamar University's Resilience and Recovery Research Group is hosting a full-day conference August 4th. The virtual event is titled Building Tomorrow's Summit, and it's focusing on Hurricane Harvey and other catastrophic events. We have a couple now, right? Uh, lessons learned and growth from experience. The whole day will feature open sessions with multiple presenters, followed by three breakout sessions and a panel discussion. This is all going to be done virtually. So you need to check in with our website for more information to know where to go. But presenters include Texas State Representative Dave Phelan, Jefferson County Judge Jeff Brannick, Emergency Management Coordinator Michael White, and Public Health Director for the Public Health Department here in Beaumont, Sherry Ulmer, the entire community is invited to attend because the goal of this day-long event is to start a community dialogue with everyone to build a more resilient Southeast Texas, regardless of the disaster. A disaster immunity basically is what this event is all about, ways to prevent as well as mitigate the impact of any disaster. So you can see the full agenda and featured speakers and then just find out how to participate at lamar.edu forward slash resilience recovery forward slash summit. So check that out and, uh, and participate. Again, this is August 4th, all day long.
Okay. Uh, you know, last week we launched our Nerdy Professor series. And uh, you need to understand, nerdy is a term of endearment. The professors we are featuring are the most loved, innovative, and committed faculty, and they have just a few little quirks that make them unique characters, like Gary Bryce. He's a much-loved math professor whose entire office is plastered with 50s and 60s advertisements, and he has a pet, I was going to say pet frog, but he's corrected me, it is a toad, and um I mean, you know, having a toad, teaching math, that's that's just a little bit different right there. <laughs> but, uh, right, yeah, Gary, welcome to the show, and, and thanks for joining us. Well, thank you so much, Shelly. Good to be here. So, you know, I majored in journalism, and I, I really flat my arms at numbers. And um, I, I, I still, I always have, I, I still do. But I hear from students, and I quote, you're the bomb. You can teach anybody math. What's so different about your style of teaching that makes everybody just want to take math from you? Hmm. I, I think it's <laughs> probably the fact that uh, I can still, even at my uh, seasoned age, I can still remember what it was like to sit in a classroom and be fearful and to be anxious about what was going to happen. And because I can still remember that so clearly, I have great empathy for my students, and um, I think I give them every opportunity to learn, and I encourage them that they can learn, and without exception, they have responded to that encouragement. Well, I, and, and that's what we hear, that you're just a very empathetic and compassionate teacher, and um I think that math is one of those hairy, scary things that students really, they convince themselves early on that they can't do it. So um, I, I think that that's great. Uh, I've told I have a freshman coming into Lamar, and I've said, hey, try to get Gary Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> and it become a little more complicated um, teaching online um, with, this, uh, with this pandemic. That has really, uh, I hate to say it, but it's really cramped my style. You know, my, yeah. my style is face-to-face. It's looking for expression. It's watching the students, and even their uh, physical demeanor lets me know if they're understanding or not. It's uh, next to impossible to do that online. But uh, I am I'm holding my breath and doing the best I can through this online experience and learning a lot about it. It's been quite an experience for me, too. Uh, but with a great hope that very soon I'll be able to look into those beautiful eyes again and enjoy the, the face-to-face experience. Right, exactly. Uh, how long have you been at Lamar? Uh, Fourteen years. And, and what was your path to Lamar? wasn't it Wasn't a straight path. You have been you've been teaching forever. Was, but you've done some other things as well. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> curvy path. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I got my undergraduate and my graduate work at Stephen F. Austin, and I started teaching high school there. Then after five years, I went to Dallas Theological Seminary and have pastored on and off for 25 years and have always been either pastoring or teaching since uh, since I got out of college. So I either followed in my mom's footsteps as a classroom teacher or in my dad's footsteps as a pastoral minister, but uh, for the last 15 years I've been, uh, 14 years I've been here at Lamar and loved it. Well, so you're a combination of both your parents. That's great. And, and what math do you teach at Lamar? 
I teach the freshmen. Uh, I teach mainly college algebra. Um, uh, it, it works out really well for me. Most of the uh, tenured, you know, PhDs, they want classrooms full of students that are math-oriented and math majors and, and do the heady stuff. But for me, it's my great joy to teach the, the people that are fearful of math and uh, who have waited to the last semester to try to get take care of their <laughs> math requirement. Yeah, very clever strategy there. But uh, um, that's that's who I love to teach is the ones who have to take it, you know, but hopefully end up the semester being glad they did. Well, and that's, uh, you know, that that's, I can so totally relate to that because I was so fearful of college algebra. And when you're getting a liberal arts degree, it's hard to understand why you're being forced to take this college algebra. So I know that they're <laughs> they're grateful. Now you've you've got this toad. Um, does this come? Is this a class mascot? Does this come to class? How does the toad get involved? Well, he's in my office. So when I when we, when I keep office hours, he's at home now, just because uh, I can't watch him at the office. But. Uh, He's just a toad. I named him Bulbasaur for those of the, those of you out there who enjoy the the Pokemon experience. Um, <laughs> he's an he's an American toad. He's an amazing creature. I don't know if you know this, but uh, toads do not drink normally. They actually sit in water and soak up the water through their skin. And yeah. not only that, but when as they grow, they shed their skin. And one of the great experiences in raising a toad is watching him eat his skin as he's shedding it. A really oh. exciting moment in uh, in natural studies there. <laughs> okay, well, that you know what? That right there, we, we're going to know more about you, but that right there would identify you as a nerd. That, when you enjoy watching your toad eat his own skin, that, that, that does it. And you'll be that surprised, though, those are, that's all new information to me. I knew nothing about a toad. Well, good. good. This is this what this is all about. <laughs> so he's he, usually he's in there in your office where you've got this 50s and 60s Americana hanging all over the place. What's your interest? How did you get involved in 50s and 60s advertisements and things like that in your office? Well, actually living through it, you know. Uh, so uh, oh. I'm, I'm as old as dirt. In fact, some very prime dirt. I'm as old as that. But uh, these are some special moments from my life. You know, like all the sci-fi movies that I grew up uh, trembling in in the drive-in with my parents and and the uh, the art that I loved, uh, Charles Wysocki, you know, folk art and um, just the World War II. My dad was a waste gunner on a B-24 during World War II, and I have World War II memorabilia there. and uh, Just stuff that has meant, been significant to me and reminds me of my uh, bright moments in my past. Oh, that's great. So it's it's really symbolic of your life and uh, I guess helps students get to know yeah. you more. I think yeah, that's 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 great. So uh professional achievements. What what are you what are you most proud of? I am most proud of my students. Um when when they finish the class and are enthusiastic or encouraged are surprised that they understood and enjoyed. Uh, that's my greatest delight. Uh, I don't have any, you know, accolades I can hang on the wall so much as I have uh, accolades that walk around the LU campus and say hello to me. That's uh, that's my greatest 
achievement, I think, is, uh, is my students and the fact that um, um, they enjoy the class. Could I, could I tell you an experience I had in the post office the other day? Please, um, we'd love it. A, a student came up to me and said, hey, Mr. Price, and, and he introduced himself to me, and he'd had my class, uh, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. And he said, you know, I don't remember a lot about college algebra, but I remember you. And that, uh, that melt, melted my heart. So yeah. that's, uh, that's what I live for, is, uh, is that kind of achievement. Well, and I, and I would have to guess, I'm, I'm assuming that's why the students call you the bomb when it comes to teaching college algebra. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming, too, that that's also what you love most about working at Lamar is the students and the interactions with the students. Without a doubt, without a doubt, just uh, enjoying them in the class and then seeing them afterwards and seeing how their lives are growing and, you know, Facebook friends with them and seeing them get married and have babies and take up careers of their own and just the excitement of seeing, uh, of I guess, that I had a little part in the, the uh, a step along the way in their path of life that's just really rewarding. All right, a few nerd qualifiers. We're running out of time, so just um, okay. just uh, these quick answers, just to to make sure that that uh, that you are a nerd. How do you spend your recreational time? Your favorite thing? Uh, fishing, state selling, um, reading. Okay. Would you rather go to a party or read a book? I would rather go to a party where people are reading books. Uh, ah, book club kind of guy. <laughs> You've already my Michael <laughs> <laughs> uh, not as a whole, but I'm a great Ray Bradbury and Twilight Zone fan. Uh-huh. And do you play any video games? I don't. I played a Pac-Man back in the 70s or 80s. And that was uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably still know your pattern if you were to sit down at a Pac-Man game. <laughs> And uh, I'm, I'm assuming you have quite a few calculators since you teach math. About 40, because uh, not that I use them all, but uh, many students uh, fail to bring one for the test, so I have a bunch of them, yeah. All right. Um, do you read comic books? I have read comic books. In fact, Classics Illustrated were my passion back when I was uh, young, and uh, so that's that inspired me to read the, the actual thing after I read the Classics Illustrated. Well, and that definitely designates you as a nerd. You've met um, at least three of the qualifiers, and so Gary Bryce, (laughs) who teaches college algebra for freshmen at Lamar University, is the nerd for this week's LU Moment. Thanks for joining us, Gary. We really appreciate it, and we thank you for listening to the LU Moment. I am Shelley Batanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.